Rob Banga. And I'm Adam Borgatti. Welcome to the Road to Net Zero. Acon's sustainability podcast. It's that time of year again to wrap up our podcast season. It's the final episode of 2023. We'll take the next 10 minutes to talk about our year in review for 2023 and what to expect in 2024. So I was looking over my notes from last year's year-end podcast, and I realized it was Adam's inaugural episode. Adam, now that you've had a full year of podcasting under your belt, I think we can officially call you the podcaster or add that to your title. <laughs> Thank you, Prav. Yes, I'm already going to add that to my uh, business card, I guess. Uh, it was definitely jumping in with both feet last year, having to carry the full year-end wrap-up and taking over for my uh, predecessor uh, and without having the benefit of a guest. So it was... Uh, a nervous start for sure, but uh, really glad that we've got uh, a good year under our belts. And the podcast has allowed me to dig into my uh, childhood fantasies and passions, as you know, uh, superheroes, sci-fi, all converging in the world of sustainability. Soundwave, prepare the energon cubes. That lightsaber, it belongs to me. So who knew that pop culture was so intertwined with the energy transition? Uh, I've even had the opportunity to be a guest on another podcast recently called Winning IR, which is hosted by Mark Faskin of Irwin, which was great fun. So check that out uh, if you're looking for other cool content. You did a great job on that one. And, and because of this podcast, you're now getting leads for other podcasts. So 2023 definitely was, was a year with pop cultural references from the DeLorean time machine running on hydrogen to Energon from Transformers for battery storage. I'm really excited to see what references you come up with in 2024. Both hydrogen and battery storage were key aspects of our work at ACON in 2023, with the announcement of the Oneida Battery Storage Facility, which will be one of the largest clean energy storage projects in the world. We continue to also research and explore hydrogen with early research into the use of hydrogen generators and hydrogen diesel blend for our own operations. Yeah, and in addition to exploring hydrogen as a fuel source, we also shifted about 5% or 1.4 million liters of our fuel consumption to a sustainable source such as renewable diesel and biofuels. Great examples would be the Patello Bridge project uh, to date having saved 437 tons of CO2 equivalent, and that's equating to emissions that offset around 40% compared to a standard operation. And we'll continue to grow our sustainable fuel consumption in 2024 with some great uh, joint venture partners and clients. And while we continue to explore the electrification and other low carbon options as they become available in the market, we uh, want to continue leading in this area. We definitely made some really good progress on integrating sustainability in our operations this year. Our 2023 report, which we're currently working on, will be coming out in Q1 2024, and that'll highlight many of these accomplishments. Shifting to a broader perspective, though, we did see some ESG backlash earlier in the year. Despite this backlash, we did see ESG push forward and become stronger from a regulatory perspective. Our last podcast episodes talks to the, the chair of the Canadian Sustainability Standards Board about all of the different mandatory reporting requirements happening in Canada. But some other key developments in this space were mandatory reporting on supply chain emissions in California, uh, Canada and U.S. both adopting buy-clean policies to prefer cleaner construction product projects for the public infrastructure sector. And then, like I mentioned, the establishment of the Canadian Sustainability Standards Board, just to name a few. And I think we'll see this momentum continue into 24 and beyond in the investor relations space as well. Of note, both the EU and UK governing bodies have announced plans to regulate ESG ratings providers as early as 2024. And so in our view, you know, this area is ripe for regulation given the lack of transparency into ratings mechanics and with uh, many feeling the ESG ratings market is not functioning well. 
I know, Prab, on your team, we've got, you know, often responding to surveys, it's like death by a thousand cuts with these things, and it's just nonstop. So it's, uh, I would say, welcome to at least get these things within a certain level of goalposts. Also, in a recent study by Thomson Reuters, about 71% of C-suite leaders anticipate that ESG will be of increased significance in the corporate financial performance going forward. And that's a topic, as Prab mentioned, covered in our last podcast with the CSSB. We're also seeing a rising focus on water, uh, not only in the areas of scarcity and security and quality, but also as the key requirement and concern uh, when you look into things like lithium processing and rare earth extraction, all areas we expect to continue to make headlines in the energy transition space. And finally, shareholders continue to push companies to establish net zero targets to meaningfully address climate change. But only about a third of Canadian public companies have set and communicated these uh, net zero targets and fewer still, about maybe one in five, have disclosed reconciliation action plans related to Indigenous relations and engagement. We're certainly proud to say we've got both in place and are working to make real progress in these areas, but it looks like still lots of room for the market to make these meaningful changes. In addition, we'll expect to hear more about what's to come in 2024, um, with COP28 actually kicking off in a couple days on November 30th. Construction and infrastructure will be a major topic at COP28, and some of the topics that we expect to hear about are embodied carbon for sure, so adopting some sort of a standardized approach to calculating embodied carbon. The other topic, costing carbon, uh, this has always been sort of on the question as the price increases on carbon. How do we incorporate a price on carbon in budgets, which would drive early consideration of carbon impacting and decision making? The last one, the climate crisis and the nature crisis, we heard about the new um, alphabet suit framework task force for nature financial disclosures. Um, So the focus has really been on emissions and reporting on emissions, but we'll hear more from COP28 about these new disclosures around nature. We'll wait to see, but um, we'll definitely have an episode on a summary of COP28 and key announcements impacting the construction industry. So look out for that one in the new year. Very cool. We uh, we can't wait to get into these topics. Uh, also next year, we've got a number of new ones scheduled for the podcast, such as the circular economy, a green steel and biodiversity, just to name a few. And we'll look to bring on more great industry experts and game changers in the energy transition and the sustainability fields. Although maybe we try and get crossover episodes in place with people out there such as Jason and Travis Kelsey's New Heights podcast. With Taylor Swift coming through Toronto next November in 24, anything's possible. And on that, tickets to that show for my family are on my holiday wish list if anyone's out there listening and not sure what to get me. So remember to subscribe to us on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcast, and Stitcher. Thanks for tuning in to our year-end episode. And remember, as you think about the holidays and prepare for them, and you're wrapping your gifts, keep the environment in mind and use newspaper or magazines or reusable cloth. I usually use old magazines, which which looks super chic. Also, being a vegetarian, I can cook a mean, lean, vegan turkey. Adam, do you have any holiday tips for us? Yeah, I mean, definitely, I'd say holiday lights. Make sure you're using LEDs and the latest technology, uh, timers to avoid excess use and electricity. Let's not try and outmatch Clark W. Griswold and short out the entire neighborhood grid as he did in uh, Christmas Vacation. And on that, I mean, we should probably chat about uh, favorite holiday movies. Elf is for sure one of our family favorites. It's on the background, kind of all break. Uh, and Love Actually for sure. But no holidays complete without watching Hans Gruber fall from the Nakatomi Plaza in Die Hard. Yes, everyone, that is a holiday movie. So yippee kaye, propke banga. I don't know if I would consider Die Hard a holiday movie, but that continues to be a debate. 
Our favorite is definitely National Lampoons. And if you're like Clark and get a fresh Christmas tree every year, remember to compost it. And I, I definitely won't be using this podcast to do a rant about environment like Clark and his classic rant in National Lampoons. Definitely great advice and happy holidays, everyone. We'll see you all in 24. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. And don't forget to follow us on social media at Acon Group Inc. for more updates and teasers about upcoming episodes. You can also subscribe to this podcast on Apple, Google, or Spotify podcasts. Until next time, thanks for listening to our Road to Net Zero podcast. Mm-hmm.